0: What was your message to the offensive unit when uh, James White got stopped on that third and five in the second quarter Sunday? Obviously, you were pretty upset on the sideline. Yeah, I, you know, um, and look, that's that's my responsibility. Um, you know, our our overall performance, I feel like that's what, you know, that's what my job is. And, um, and so I didn't do a good enough job. Obviously, on Sunday, we didn't score enough points, didn't. You know, produce enough first downs, didn't control the game at all, and, and, uh, you know, we weren't playing as well as any of us would like, uh, at that point in the day. And, um, I think part of coaching is understanding, you know, there's, um, times where, you know, you, 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 know, you, you do things quietly and maybe pull somebody to the side, and there's other times where you, you know, want to just try to, you know, create a spark or, or what have you. and and just refocus on the things that are really important. And, and that's really all I was doing. Um, uh, but you know, I don't do that a lot. I don't want to do that a lot. And, and our guys are great about making sure that, you know, nobody needs to do that a lot. So, um, just, you know, a, a one time situation, I think that, uh, y- you want to try to refocus on the things that are important and try to, you know, see if we can't go out there and, and play a little better. <clears throat> hey, if I could follow up, Josh, are you, more inclined to do that if you have more new players on offense or on a particular unit, or is it, um, independent of that? Yeah, I would say I, you know, I don't plan anything like that. I don't think any coach really does relative to, if you know, new players, old players, experienced players, young players, first time. I mean, you know, as I said, I don't do that much. Um, and I don't plan on doing it much. And, uh, so that really isn't something that I uh, would even consider or think about, you know, in, in that regard. <clears throat> Thank you, Josh. Got mm-hmm. uh, next question, Karen Gregian, followed by Ben Volan. Good morning, Josh. Good morning, Karen. Um wondering in the in the scheme of things uh in planning an offense how necessary or important it is to have a perimeter threat or a really good perimeter threat well i think you know i you you want to be uh as difficult to defend <clears throat> uh as you possibly can be um and so uh, the more things that the defense has to defend uh the more you can keep them off balance, the more that uh they may struggle to try to uh, spend a lot of time and effort taking away something else um you know so it's like to me it's like having a solid running game and being able to throw play action passes you know if you you don't if you don't run the ball well enough, it's hard to you know, it's hard to make the defense come up there and honor the play actions. Uh, you know, if you um, <clears throat> if you have good perimeter players and, you know, you don't have uh, great interior guys and they may play more split safety and roll up on your guys out there and, you know, tend to double cover those guys and then, you know, you're forced to put the ball somewhere else. So, um, you know, the, the better off you are at each spot or the better off that you do things offensively in terms of complementing things that you do, um, the more difficult you can make it on the defense and the harder harder you are to defend. So uh, we're always trying to do that in in any way, shape, or form that we can. We want to try to be complementary with our scheme. We want to be able to, you know, run the ball inside and outside, throw it inside and outside, throw it, you know, horizontally, vertically, um, you know, and, and as much as we can do that, to try to avoid becoming predictable, uh, that's what we'd like to do. And if I could just quickly follow, how would you rate Josh Gordon as a perimeter player? Um, that's, you know, um, it's hard for me to say that. Um, I know, you know, there's a lot of conversation about that. I know what coach, you know, coach said, uh, and he, he referenced that whole thing. So, I'd have to, you know, I, it's been a while, so we'll have to see uh, if that develops that way and how, you know, how it comes along here as we as we go forward. Okay, thanks, Josh. Yep, thank you, Karen. Our next question, Ben Bowen, followed by Phil Perry. Good morning, Josh. Good morning. Uh, all right, here it is: uh, the the big dream matchup, Josh McDaniels going up against Matt Patricia and his defense this Sunday. Uh, you know, he's had months and months to have stuff cooking up for you guys and, and you guys the same. Uh, you, you know that he knows you and you know him and, and all of that. So what's it like preparing, uh, for this type of matchup for this Sunday? Um, two things strike me right off the top. One, neither one of us will be in a helmet and pads on Sunday night, thank God. Um, and, and, and the outcome of these games will always be determined by who uh plays best and and whose guys go out there and execute and run block tackle you know throw and catch cover uh defend and all those things those are those are the things that are going to determine the outcome won't be you know myself and matt you know out there you know doing anything but um it is a it is a a fun challenge uh, matt's been a great friend of mine for a long time um he's extremely talented as a coach he's a great person um and you know he's I'm excited for him to have this opportunity, um, you know, to, to be the head coach of the Lions. And um, I think, you know, right now we're we're probably, you know, all in the same boat in, in the National Football League. And, and that's in, you know, in the situation of trying to improve our football teams and, tr- and trying to improve uh, our side of the ball uh, so that we can get better from, you know, week one to week two, week two to week three um, and, and continue our improvement uh, throughout the course of the season. Um, he's always been very difficult to uh, coach against when he was here. Um, you know, he does a lot of different things to challenge you schematically. Um, you know, he, he'll, he'll keep you off balance. Um, there's, there's definitely a, an element of spinning the wheel with Matt uh, that, you know, you're going to really have to do a great job of uh, being alert and aware and, and doing a great job of communicating uh, during the course of the game. And there's no question you're going to have to make some adjustments. So there's some things, as you just mentioned, um, you know, we've all had a lot of time to, you know, to talk and discuss things. And and uh, and as you go into a game like this, um, you know, you've seen the things you've seen. And at the same time, you're aware of things that, um, you know, there's some things you may not have seen from, from them yet in the six games that we've been able to watch in the preseason and the regular season that, you know, you're going to get something different. So, um, we're going to try to to, to make sure we we're, we know what we're doing. Um, we know it's going to be a big challenge there. It's a hard place to play uh, in the dome on a Sunday night. We know there'll be a lot of energy there, uh, and Matt will make it challenging uh, every step of the way. So excited to have the opportunity to compete against him and his team. Um, they got a good group. Uh, they're playing. Uh, they're they're going to play better and better every single week, which is what they've been doing. Um, and uh, it'll be a big challenge for us on Sunday night. Great, thanks a lot, Josh. Uh huh. And I'm sorry, guys. I'm going to take three more questions here, so I'm going to go Phil Perry, uh, Mike Giardi, and Mike Reese. Go ahead. Hey, Josh. Um, hey, I know so- you guys have you guys have obviously acquired players midseason before, and I'm wondering how you manage time when that happens. How much time can you allot to a new player in order to try to bring him up to speed, and what kind of resources, whether it's other coaches or players rely on maybe help that Yeah, there's uh obviously there's a lot of uh you know during the course of the season there's a lot of different transactions that happen and we get, you know uh we may end up getting a, a different player or players, you know, you know, every week, uh possibly. Uh depending on our injury situation, practice squad, those kinds of things. So um this is something you have to balance, you know, as a as a staff. Um, whether, you know, it be the staff in general or the individual position coach, um, you know, you, you take the time that you have uh, that you're allowed with, uh, with these guys and spend, and spend the time that's necessary to try to get them, um, you know, up to speed. It's impossible to, to simulate, uh, you know, and replicate the, you know, the phase one, phase two, phase three training camp. You can't do all that in one week. So, um, you know, if you get a player in the middle of the year, you try to, uh, acclimate him as best you can to the foundation of your system. And then also at the same time, you know, if it's a game plan situation, uh, for a specific opponent. So, um, you do the best you can and every player is different. Every situation is different. Um, you know, some guys might have a, a, you know, ability to, to play a larger role. Some guys might not, you know, it's just all based on the individual person. And the situation that you're dealing with that week, but it's something that's not foreign. We're very used to doing that on a on a weekly basis. Um, we have a process in place that we try to to use to help anybody that's new get caught up as best we can, uh, and acclimate it to our group. Uh, last questions, Mike Giardi and Mike. Good morning, Josh. Good morning. You have uh, currently one homegrown. Uh, receiver on your roster, that being Julian, who obviously, as we know, was drafted coming out of school as a, as a quarterback and sort of a positionless player. I'm just curious, in your experience, what is it about kids coming out of college that makes them hard to project as good fit in your system? Well, I, I think, again, it it's, it's based on the individual uh, that you're talking about. I think, you know, there's been positions, um, you know, through time that, you know, that made me need more time to develop than others. And there's, and again, that goes back to the individual player. Um, but I think we've had a lot of guys that, you know, uh, that have come in and be able to to pick up things quickly, uh, whatever position that might be. And then we've had other guys that have taken a little bit longer. Uh, that's not a that's not an uncommon occurrence throughout the course of the league is that, you know, there's guys that need, uh, you need time, you need to develop them. Um, Some of them come in more ready than others uh, from the systems and the programs that they were in in college. Um, And, you know, it's our job to take them from wherever they're at when they get here and teach them, coach them, and develop them as best we can uh, with the time that we're given uh, and try to get them to uh, learn what we need them to learn. So that they can go out there and execute well uh on the field. So um, you know, it's like I said, each situation is different. Um I know this that you know, we got a great group of uh of people. We have a great staff that works really hard, uh is very diligent about that and um and I'm excited about the group that we get to coach each week. Last question, Mike Reese. All right. Thanks, Stacey. How are you today, Josh? Good, Michael, how you doing? Good. Doing well. Um, I was thinking about what it would be like to be uh, Coach Patricia this week, sort of uh, leading a team against a coach that you obviously have great respect for and worked under for a long time. You had the same experience back in 09. What was that like for you? Um, You know, it was tough (laughs) because, you know, you're uh, you know, you're, you 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 came from a place that uh, really gave you your foundation, and uh, you know, you they they have a way of playing, and he knows it, um, you know, and he's sure he's uh, going to try to do the best job he can of getting his team ready to play the team that we have this year. Um, you know, he knows our system very well. Uh, you have to balance that out, I think. You know, you can't you can't try to get um, you know, every guy in your building to know everything that they're doing or could do or potentially could do, uh, or you could overwhelm them. You know, it's just, it's there's a balance there. Uh, you know, I think the, the focus you need to have is on your team, which I'm sure Matt will do. Um, you know, he's already doing a good job of that, focusing on his team, the things he can control, um, as we will do. We're going to try to focus on the things that we can control, uh, we don't have any control over the things that they choose to do or how they're going to line up different players or what schemes they're going to use. Um, we're going to prepare as best we can, try to make it uh, as normal a week of preparation as we possibly could. We have our normal seven days to do it in, as he does. Um, you know, but, um, you know, it's it's a it's an exciting time, I'd say that. You know, he knows a lot of us here. We know him. Um, he's, a, he's a great friend and a good person, and, and we've had a lot of great memories and, and opportunities to work together over the years, and I'm sure he's going to be eager and, uh, and excited to have the opportunity to compete against some of the, the guys that he's been with for a number of years, uh, as we will, um, and you know, and, and that's what this is all about, going out there and giving our best and, and trying to do the best thing we can for our teams, which I know his team's going to do. Thank you, guys. Okay, thanks, guys.